Hello and welcome back to Bat Books for Beginners. My name is Nick and uh, this is a segment of the podcast where I review a particular Batman comic story or trade paperback from the past. I've been working my way through Batman's career so far and we're currently up to uh, the Tim Drake Robin stories. Uh, Today I'm looking at a book called Batman Shadow Box. This is written by Chuck Dixon whose uh, name seems to be cropping up a lot at the moment, more and more when involving Tim Drake, and who I must say I'm pretty happy to see. And the art's by Tom Lyle, who worked on the first Robin miniseries that I reviewed recently. This story was released in 1991, with issues 467, 468 and 469 of the regular Batman series. And it's sort of a sequel to Tim's miniseries that I reviewed uh, a couple of episodes ago, which involved uh, Lady Shiva and King Cobra and Lynx, with uh, Robin training in Europe. So, after that uh, brief introduction, it's now time to dive into Batman Shadow Box. Batman and Robin take down a gun-smuggling group uh, who are smuggling loads of high-tech weaponry. And this gang is called the Ghost Dragons. Uh, as And Batman and Robin begin to search for who is behind this organisation. And rumour starts to break out that the King Snake, who was last seen killed by Lady Shiva, is back in charge. And we begin to learn that a war is brewing between the Ghost Dragons and the Triads in Gotham City, with deadly consequences ahead. Lynx manages to steal back the guns that were taken from them whilst the government are transporting them. And Bruce is not happy that Tim may have to fight armed enemies. He doesn't think he's ready for it. Lynx reports back to King Snake, who we learn is alive. All King Snake wants to know is if the boy, Robin, was with Batman. He's clearly looking for a little revenge. Batman is then called to the morgue by Gordon, who shows him that a dead ghost dragon was found, and he was wearing a Robin costume. Batman remarks that someone spent a life to send him a message. Bruce tells Tim that uh, Tim needs to work harder on his schoolwork, um, and it's clearly an excuse to keep Tim away out of the Batcave and so Batman can go out solo, Possibly because he knows things are getting a little bit too dangerous. King Snake knows he may have to face Batman before he can fight the boy, but thinks he should be able to handle it. Gordon is sent another warning, this time a dead Robin bird. We learn that King Snake was delirious when he was nearly killed. He uh, forgot about Lady Shiva and purely blamed Robin for his downfall. Batman says that uh, King Snake's going to have to step over his own corpse to reach Tim. Batman goes after King Snake, but is trapped. He's stunned and um, locked into a dark room, and Batman and King Snake then fight whilst both of them are blind. Batman, of course, having a bit of ingenuity, gets out his night vision goggles and beats King Snake, telling him that it was Lady Shiva, but not Robin, that humiliated him in defeat. And King Snake's quite shocked to hear this. Just as he walks away, Lynx is about to take Batman out with a sniper rifle, but Robin arrives and stops her just in time. But the book ends on a rather sour note, as Batman's very angry that Tim decided to step in and uh, help Batman out, even though Batman told him not to. Tim says, hey, you would have died if it wasn't for me. 
But Bruce leaves, leaves in anger, with Tim shouting, when are you going to realise I'm not Jason Todd? great to see Batman and the new Robin properly working together. Um, Batman took Robin to a gang. He knew there wouldn't be any guns there. I thought that was interesting. You know, clearly he doesn't think Tim is quite at that level yet. He's still got plenty of, uh, you know, he's got a lot of training to do. And we saw that early on when um, Bruce was saying that Tim's showing all the right signs, a lot of promise. He's got the right attitude. But um, he's still got a lot of experience to gain and a lot to learn. Um... Yeah, so uh, I was also enjoying the introduction of these new Robin villains who seem to care more about killing Robin than Batman, which I think is quite interesting. Um, the dead body that was dressed in a Robin suit was uh, quite a brutal warning, and I really liked it. I thought it was very good. So um, characters like Lynx and King Snake, I think, um, are quite interesting, but all they seem to do is hate Robin. Um, I'd like to see them fleshed out a bit more get a bit more about their background. Um, so I like Robin having his own villains, but I would like them to have a bit more complexity about them. Uh, Tim tells Bruce that he needs Robin out there, or Batman gets reckless. And we've seen that Batman in the past, after Jason Todd died and before Tim Drake came on board. Batman was a bit uh, off the rails, going a bit crazy, a bit intense, and I think Tim is exactly right there, and I think Bruce realised it. So why is this book called Shadow Box? Uh, could someone tell me that? Um, I didn't see any boxes or any shadows or anything like that. Um, did they run out of titles? I don't know, but um, no idea why it's called Shadow Box. I thought the ending was very interesting. Um, it wasn't a happy ending like we're generally used to. Uh, the tension was still there, um, and Jason Todd is still... In both of their minds, Bruce and Tim, and will he always be? Is Tim always going to be compared to that? And will Bruce ever really give him a, a good chance after what happened last time? Who knows? But um, I like the fact that uh, Jason Todd is still there, but he's still lingering. I, I like that idea, and Bruce is very protective of Tim at the moment. I thought the art was pretty good. Um, the Batman and Robin character designs are beginning to look a little bit more modern, and... Um, I thought the navy blue style Batman looks superb in parts, and I think Tom Lyle is quite a good artist. Um, not spectacular, but certainly solid, and uh, one that I, I'm quite happy with. And I think Chuck Dixon's done a great job, and seems to be able to write self-contained, engaging, exciting stories um, that also have a larger impact in the grand scheme of things. Um, and and it really, the chemistry between characters seems to be where Dixon focuses his attention. Between Tim and Bruce, between Alfred and, and Bruce, between King Snake and Lynx, between King Snake and Robert. It's the tensions and relationships between characters that I think Chuck Dixon really gets spot on. So, after all that, um, more great stuff from Chuck Dixon. I'm really enjoying his work. I think he does a great job with Tim Drake and... Everyone around him, uh, he knows how they should interact with Tim Drake. I think it's really good. So, I'll be giving this story four and a half out of five batterings. 
so that was Batman Shadow Box. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I certainly did. Next time, I'm going to be looking at Batman Gotham Knights. This was published in 1992, and it's a four-issue series which covers the people of Gotham City. When Batman pursues a criminal into the Robinson Central Railway Terminal, six random civilians whose lives rarely interact with Batman are, pre are present in the crowd. A donut seller, an elderly couple, two business people, and a former convict. We'll get to learn a bit of what it's like to live in Gotham in this story. And I think there's an interesting new approach and uh, an area that hasn't really been explored so far in BBFB. What are the random civilians and citizens thinking of Batman and life in Gotham? So it could be a very interesting story, and I'm very much looking forward to it. So that's been Bat Books for Beginners for this time. Please send me an email at uh, nick at thebatmanuniverse.net if you uh, would like to send me some comments or feedback. I'd lo love to hear from you. And um, please get on the forums and give us some, uh, give us some love on there. Uh, so this has been Nick for Bat Books for Beginners, and now I'll send you back to Dustin and the guys. Enjoy the show.